0: Okay, had to do a podcast. There's way too much going on in the world right now. Just going to apologize right now. May lose my voice. Also, I'm fumbling on my words. I think it's just because it's a really long day. And uh, bear with me. So I'm someone who does not watch the news. I'll read a newspaper and then I'll Google and look up facts because even newspapers are biased. The The world we live in is a media frenzy and it's very biased. You turn on CNN... CNN is known for gory facts. They're showing us kids being ripped apart from parents, children sleeping on floors that are made of concrete with those aluminum-looking blankets. They're shown living in cages. They're talking about pedophilia and all this horrible, horrible gut-wrenching stuff. Then you put on something like Fox News. Now, Fox News is saying that this is all fake news, that this happened when Obama was president or when Bill Clinton was president. And they don't understand why they weren't crucified like Trump is. This is my little metaphor that I've always approached everything in life with. There are three sides to every story. There's your side, there's their side, and there's the truth. And we live in a society right now where we don't investigate the truth. We hear something and we run with it. And then we judge all the other people who don't believe in that. And that's just lazy on our part. My dad is a very political person. He knows his politics. He knows his current events. He is very up to date. We are on two different ends of the spectrum when it comes to politics. But what I've learned from my dad is that if I'm ever going to talk to him like an adult or debate things with him, I got to know what's up. So here's the thing. Yes, things like this have happened in America before. Yes, other presidents have gone through this situation before. Yes, this has happened In other countries before. Before I make the next statement that I'm going to make, I need to be very clear with you. I'm not comparing these two situations. I am using this as an example of how fast hatred can breed. Again, I don't want any hate messages. I'm not saying this as a comparison. I am not. I promise you. I just want to open your mind so you can be like, oh, leading up to World War II, when Hitler was coming into power. Black people, Jewish people, people with disabilities, gypsies. They were not allowed to go in certain parts of their own country. They were not allowed to go into other countries. They were segregated. People were ripped apart from their families. We look back on that time, and I hope all of us realize how disgusting and horrible and heart-wrenching, and such an ugly smear on humanity. That was. I'm someone who constantly read about World War II growing up. I still constantly read about World War II, and the Holocaust, because my brain doesn't understand how the world let such such hatred consume so many lives. How many? How was it possible that six million Jewish people died, just like that? I don't know how people followed a leader who just bred hatred. That's where my brain goes. That's why, not that I'm fascinated with it, I just can't believe people let hatred win. And now I'm not comparing the two, but I'm looking at the current world and being like, oh my gosh, there's still so much hatred. I don't care if you're a Trump supporter, I don't care if you're an anti Trump supporter. All I care about right now is that children are being ripped apart from their families. They're being traumatized to the point where a lot of them probably won't overcome this. I can't talk about the fact or the past. We can't fix that. All we can do is focus on the future. We need to do something so this doesn't keep happening. Parents of these children, I can't speak for them. I'm sorry, I look at this as they want a better life. They're doing whatever they can to better their lives. I don't disagree with that, but that's a whole different other topic. What I can say is, do you remember being a child? Do you remember when your parents would go on vacation with you? Did they ever come up to you and say, oh, hey, we're going to drive down to Florida this weekend. Do you want to come? No, no. My mom would be like, pack your bags. Try not to puke in the van on the way down there. Simple facts. They don't have a choice. This wasn't their decision. They are following their parents. They Where they're coming from is not a nice place. They're obviously living in either turmoil or some kind of hell. And they're just trying to look for a better place. These children are innocent. I can't stress this enough. We have to do something We have to change something. This needs to stop happening. I'm really scared that humanity is weakening right now. And I hope to God we get our stuff together. (sighs) Okay, guys. I think that's enough for tonight. But just let that sink in. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Okay, so it's been like 1800 years since I did my last podcast. Whatever. I've been busy and I'm not going to lie, I'm not very good when it comes to technical stuff. I will get better with this, but right now I'm just going to do the basic. So I went on a road trip and it was amazing. It was the greatest thing. I went by myself, which I literally recommend this to everyone. You should just get up and go. Don't bring your spouse. Just just go, just hit the road and go. I had no major plans. I knew of one place that I was going to stay at, booked it last minute, literally less than 24 hours of leaving and kind of based all my adventures around this one little town. I had a, I had a culture shock. I'm not going to lie. How do you get that in Ontario? I will get into that. Some of you know, I was supposed to go to New York. I'm going to New York in September for fashion week and I'll probably go again at some other point, but I'm not even going to get into this, but I've been to New York a million times. I love New York. The second cam says, let's move. I'll be out of here. Like bye friends, bye family, catch you on the flip side. I'm out. Um, but I've never really, like I've traveled to a million places, but I've never really traveled in Canada, let alone Ontario. And everybody has always said, Canada is beautiful. You should experience Canada. You should look at your own backyard and take it in. And I did that. I've never been to most of these places. I think I'd been to Stratford once for rugby. And I'd um, gone to another place that I went to for rugby. Like, rugby took me to a couple places, which is awesome. But I never got to see the towns. I only played rugby and I was like, bye. So... There is a lot of stuff that happened in a short amount of time. So I'm going to try and condense this so we're not here for like 16 hours. <clears throat> so my first stop on the way, because um, I stayed in St. Mary's, my first stop was at the Allura Gorge. Well, I was going to do the gorge, but it was like pissing rain. It was cold. I wasn't into it. Um, so I wanted to go see the Allura Mill. I got out of my car, parked right beside the Allura Mill, and it's like decrepit and ancient and beautiful kind of wish I got married there, but, um, oh, it was just beautiful. The town of Alora is gorgeous. It's not too far. So like anybody can go there. Um, they had a vegan restaurant. Oh, it was amazing. Um, I even stopped in at a bookstore. Like I just walked around town, took pictures. People were super friendly, like very, very friendly in Alora. Um, yeah, it was just super awesome. I think I'll probably go there again and actually stay in Alora. Just so I can like hang out, because I feel like the nightlife is pretty adorable. <clears throat> it was rainy, so that kinda sucked, but a little rain didn't hurt anyone. After Alora, I was like, okay, I gotta get to St. Mary's. So St. Mary's is about I think another hour in a bit past Alora, I think. I don't really know. I didn't pay attention to time. As you come out of Alora, Cam had warned me. That the closer to St. Mary's you get, the more you run into Mennonites and you're in Mennonite country. I have never experienced Mennonite culture, Amish culture. They're two different things. Don't get me wrong. I thought they were the same. They're very different. Looked it up. Totally different. Um, and they are. it's actually really cool. Mennonites are really cool. Amish, not my favorite, but Mennonites are actually kind of cool. So... Cam said, just be very mindful of people on the side of the road because Mennonites don't always drive. Some of them do, but not all of them. Um, They'll be on their bikes, they'll be walking, or they'll be in horse and carriage. I was like, whatever. it's like, 2019, calm down. So I'm driving and all of a sudden on the side of the road, I see this like pack of kids and I'm, you know, I can see pretty good, but I'm like, what are they wearing on their heads? And they had little bonnets. I'm like, look at these adorable little Mennonites. The second a car comes, they'll jump in a ditch. I'm like, well, that's not safe. So I'll just slow down so they don't get scared. Slowing down, obviously I'm staring. Super horrible, but I'm like, I never see you guys. Um, Literally crank my head back to the road and I see this black carriage, two stark black. They look like Patron horses. Patron? Pertron? Patron. Patron's tequila. Pertron's. I don't know, two super black, I know nothing about horses, I don't know why I'm trying to tell you what kind of horses these were, um, two stark black horses, and these women with big, like, fanned out black bonnets, black dresses, it was like, and they fucking peel out in front of me, it was like, sleepy hollow, now, just from them jumping out in front of me, I've got Mennonites on one side of me, Mennonites on the other side, just everywhere, I am in Mennonite County, and another reason I should have picked up on this, but, I didn't. Driving into this town, I can't remember what the town was called. There was like cryptic old looking, um, like playground stuff, like a teeter totter that was like rusted out a metal swing, like basic, like 1950s style playground stuff. And I was like, "Mm, sad. These people have no money. No, no, no. It's not that they don't have money. And stupid that I, my brain went to that. Um, pretty ignorant, not cool, but They don't have like, like they probably made that stuff. I can barely, you know, write my name on a piece of paper. These people made a teeter-totter for their kids. I was like, that's pretty friggin' cool. But now I'm getting like super nervous because like all these wagons and people are like popping up out of nowhere and I'm like, oh, I don't want to spook the horses. I don't want to spook the people. So I'm driving like 10k an hour, like super slow. People are passing me, but I'm like, I don't want to scare people. So instead of like continuing my drive to St. Mary's, I'm like, I want to see more Mennonites because now I'm like fascinated by them. So I'm driving through all these little towns and stuff like that. And it was super cool. So I literally added another hour onto my track. I didn't need to, but I just wanted to see everything. Like this is my trip. I wanted to see whatever I could. So then um, I go to St. Mary's and where I stayed like St. Mary's if you've been to St. Mary's it's the tiniest place ever. Um it's super cute but it's just it's the tiniest place ever. And um I guess my place is called the Annex. It's right on the water. It's this little apartment um in this old woodworking barn. It was awesome. It had vintage decor. It had it was just beautiful. Like absolutely beautiful. I had a little balcony. I was attached to another apartment but I barely heard them and it was just complete zen like total zen there was no cable which I never thought I could fall asleep without cable totally can I loved it all vintage furniture that was from I guess the owner has um a secondhand vintage vintage shop shop I can't talk vintage shop I'm just gonna say straight up vintage shop and the furniture was like for sale so if you wanted to buy anything you could it's cool um So I hunkered down, unpacked my stuff, and then I went for a little walk through St. Mary's. St. Mary's is really cute, except it's very, very small. Um, Cam and I, when it comes to food, we're usually on the same page, except when it comes to Chinese food. I knew on this trip I was going to muck some Chinese food, and I did. It was glorious. I found a Chinese shop that was near my apartment. I walked down there. They were the friendliest people ever. Usually Chinese restaurants are kind of run down, gross. You do the takeout. Don't go to the bathroom. Don't look in the back. Like, eh, because those are usually the best ones. This place was great. Like, it was stunning. It was absolutely stunning. And got my Chinese food. Was ready to smash it. Two bites in, instant heartburn. Instant, because my esophagus is ninety four years old. Smash some more uh, Zantac and I was good to go. I did go for a drive that night just to like check out my surroundings, and it was it was lovely. I knew, though, that I was waking up super early the next morning to go to a couple other towns, so I uh, took some CBD oil and out cold. Woke up, I think I woke up at like 5.30 or 6, put my war paint on, and I headed towards St. Jacob's Market. So <sighs> I'm going to sound like a total d because everybody loves St. Jacob's Market. It's not that I didn't like it. I just wasn't blown away. Like I wasn't wowed. I wasn't like it was cute. Don't get me wrong. It was really cute. I love the vegetables that they had and the fruit, the produce. That was great. But A, I don't eat meat and I don't eat dairy. So most of the food there I couldn't consume, which sucked because it looked delicious. Um, But I did find one barn that was kind of like holistic and... They had super healthy stuff, and so I kind of ventured into there, and it made me feel like I was in Toronto. Uh, they had, like, I got a really good latte that had, like, almond milk and stuff, and I'm like, cool, okay, feeling good. I can have some stuff here. I bought some, like, hippie oil. Oh, my gosh, I'm actually going to put it on now because it smells really good. Um, it's called healing oil. Who knows if it works, but it smells like patchouli, and if you know me, I'm obsessed with the scent of patchouli. I don't know why. Uh yeah bought some grapes because they looked fantastic and I also felt super super pressured because this one specific um area of St. Jacob's Market where it's all like vegetables and fruits and stuff like that they kind of compete with each other like <laughs> I was walking by this one area and they were like we've got the best Ontario asparagus asparagus is here get your asparagus and I'm like okay mm, don't want funny smelling pea. cool bye and then, like, the people across from them were saying, no, we've got the best asparagus. And I'm like, are we going to have a Mennonite brawl? Like, is this going to go down? I was ready, like, camera ready to watch a Mennonite brawl go down. <sighs> Fun fact about Mennonites, they're hardcore pacifists. So, like, they're pretty, pretty much, like, that's, that's the extent of it. So then I walked by this one area that had, like, mangoes and avocados and grapes. And I'm like, none of that is from Canada, but I want some. And so I'm walking by and they're like, you there? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, come on in. And it was like a maze of fruit. And it was like towered. It wasn't even like on regular display. Like it was pillared on top of each other. It was so sick. I should have taken a picture, but I'm a total d And they're like, what's your favorite kind of fruit? I'm like, I don't really like fruit. And they're like, what about vegetables? I'm like, I like all vegetables. Well, get in here. And so I'm walking around and this girl is standing. Honestly, should have taken a picture because how their fruits and veggies were displayed was on point. And literally them and how it was displayed made me buy food. So this girl standing on top, like above me, like I'm looking up to her and she's talking about, you know, two bunches of grapes for $10. And it's like these massive baskets of grapes. And so uh, she's like, do you like grapes? And I'm like, I love grapes. And she's like, what's your favorite kind? And I'm like, I don't know. I'd say the red ones. And she's just like, you want two for 10? I'm like, no. She's like, how about you just take one? I'm like, yeah, you know what? I will buy one. And she's like, here you go. And like, it was just a cute exchange. And she's like, where are you from? And I'm, I lied and said, I live in downtown Toronto. She's like, that's awesome. Here you go. Why I said downtown Toronto, I have no idea. I also introduced myself as Helen to one other person because I'm never going to see them again. So why not? And I call my mother Helen. So it's the first thing that came to my head. My mom's name is Kathy, but anyways, that's a different story. So, like, I walked through and it was cool. Like, the vegetables and fruit were my favorite part. I didn't go to the livestock exchange because I would have thrown myself at people because I know and all my horse friends and cow friends, I know they're going to be like, Paula, it's not as bad as you think. I know. I know. You guys were raised with animals that you sold. Cool. I was raised with vegetables. I My family had a vegetable farm. My aunt and uncle grew up on a vegetable farm. Actually, my uncle didn't. But he had the best vegetable farm. Literally ever. I'm not into the let's sell our animals thing. Especially cows. Because let's be honest. They're going to give you some milk and then you're going to kill them. And I don't like that. Or they're beef cows. And I don't like that. And the horses. In Canada, you can still. Oh, it's horrible. Like in Montreal, you can still eat horses. Which is disgusting. I'm sure in other parts of Canada you can too but no. So I stayed away from that area even though I parked right in front of it like I heard cows making noises and I was just like oh I can't I can't go near you. It was cool. It just wasn't my favorite. Some parts of it was very flea markety, which I was like okay. By So I only spent like half an hour to an hour walking around and then I was out. Didn't buy that much. Went into St. Jacob's town. <sighs> Nothing was really open like it was kind of it's just slow. It wasn't wasn't my vibe. So I was like, all right, let's go to Stratford. Stratford is very different. I've played rugby in Stratford. So this was the one town I'd been to before, but I've never been downtown Stratford. So, you have to pay for parking in Stratford like everywhere, like with a meter, which I was like, okay, here go all my dimes. Super cheap, so I I didn't really care. And it's kind of hilly, which was cool. I got my steps in and got a little bit of a sweat going on. I I'm thinking a lot of the people I ran into in Stratford were probably tourists. Um but I, again, don't shoot me. This is my opinion. Very um socialite Vibe in in Stratford, you could tell like just how people dressed and how they talked. They were theater people. Stratford is a theater community. It is amazing. It is great. Unfortunately, they created Justin Bieber, but whatever. You know, take it or leave it. I do love some Justin Bieber songs, but he's a little bit of a weirdo. Um, and yeah, it's very theatery. And I I don't know. I didn't get the greatest vibe there. I felt like some people acted like they were better than other people. And I'm like, mm, okay. And I, I didn't look like a bum, but I was wearing ripped jeans and a plaid shirt. So I'm like, I'm only country. I'm going to wear plaid. And yeah, people are just a little snobby and I didn't appreciate it. And I was like, is this like a multi-million dollar town? Like, is this why people, because everyone's driving Beamers and Mercedes Benz. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's a very, you know, high-end kind of place. Uh, no, I looked at the housing market. No. You could buy a five-bedroom, two-bathroom, massive house for $2.99. My little tiny townhouse condo, you can't even buy it for that little. So I was like, okay, so maybe it's just because they're theater-y and that's the vibe they give off, or these are just tourists who are snobs from other places. I don't know. Didn't love the people, though, so I didn't converse with too many of them. Um, I did go into one shop. Wish I remembered the name of it because it they were super nice there um bought my mother's day present for my mom and I walk in and you know how and I haven't seen these in a really long time but remember those little shops that you could go to in the back and you could use the internet well this shop was one of them it's like an antique store and then you could get internet in the back so I roll in and I see these this group of Mennonite people a bunch of them were on the computer someone was on her cell phone and I'm just standing there and I'm like you little fakers what are you doing you have to hand make that dress you're texting someone. Who are you texting? None of you have phones. Who are you texting? I was just like, you little cheaters. oh Such fakers. Anyways, left that shop. It's getting a little peckish, so I went to like this organic uh hippie store and got some like blueberry d- dirt juice smoothie, which was delightful. But the girl told me to have a what did she say? Something about a veggie blessed day. I was like, okay. And then as I'm walking. This little son of a prick stopped me with his other friends and recited a poem to me. Yeah. I have no idea what the poem was about because I was just like, people are walking by and watching us now. And I'm like, oh, why? I don't have an approachable face. I don't. Why did you come at me? And I didn't know what to do. So when they finished, they just looked at me and I was just like, okay. <laughs> and I, I booked it. I, I walked away because why wouldn't you? So at that point I was like, okay, we're done. We're, we're done with Stratford. Like, mm, that's it. So I get in my car and, uh, I just drive. I just drove for about two and a half, three hours, um, just to see the country. Like I wanted to see farms and I wanted to see open land and take pictures. And it was magnificent. Just like, it's, I can see why people live in the country because there was, there was roads where there'd be like one house and then like six kilometers down the road, there'd be another house. And it felt like, it almost felt like you were in Ireland. Like there was like bubbling creeks and, uh, so much greenery, a lot of wild turkeys, like wild turkeys everywhere. And it was awesome. Um, and then I headed back to St. Mary's cause I was like, okay, I'm running out of gas I decided to stay in and meditate because there was like this mandala on the ground that the owner had painted. She had a yoga mat. I made my dinner and I just relaxed, read a book and it was just cool. Did a crossword. Like I just had a good time. It was a really good time. Knew I was waking up super early the next morning. So I woke up. My stuff was already packed and I was out the door by like seven 20. Where did I go? Oh, I go. This was ridiculous. I Googled this place called Mount Forest because it apparently had amazing trails. It did not. Every trail that Google suggested was a bust. Um, And it was kind of like a little bit of a ghost town. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to get cut up and made into human stew. So let's roll on. Went to Arthur, another place that I thought would have a ton of trails. It did not. Again, another bust. Had a ton of uh, Mennonite people. And I'm not going to lie. And I even told Cam this. When I was driving, I think I was coming out of Mount Forest or coming in, I can't remember. It's Sunday, so like everybody's going to church. Um, I see this one guy on a bike who's probably around my age, full Mennonite. He was a complete rocket. Like, crystal blue eyes, so friggin' stunning. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, oh man look at you. You are gorgeous. And it's all covered up under this like black suit business and weird hat. And I'm just like, damn, damn. People would jump on you. But here you are building houses, hoeing the ground instead of banging hoes. Like, you know, people make their choices, but he was a friggin' rocket. Anyways, I continued on. And I hit this, like every spot I hit to go hiking was a total bust. I said, okay, there's one more hiking trail that I'm going to hit. If it's a bust, I'm going home. So I literally got lost again. I'm like, okay, I'm going home. And then as I'm like leaving to go home, I see it. And I'm like, yes. So where I went, I don't exactly know what town it was. Um, I think the trail was Alamoine. I don't know. It was a bridge trail. So everywhere you went was bridges. I decided to go through the forest first. Um, And as I'm walking and I'm getting thicker and thicker and thicker into the forest, I'm like, you know what? I if somebody attacks me here, I'm screwed. I'm screwed. I can't, you know, every because I was going downhill. So the only way I could go was like back uphill. And so I was just like, you know, I'm going to take some pictures and I'm going to head back up and I'm going to do the bridge trail bridge trail was awesome it was I just I think I stood there for an hour on one of the bridges it was just so majestic and beautiful it was windy I was in love everyone who I met on that bridge though was super friendly they would and they would come out of nowhere like you wouldn't hear them until they were right beside you I was in the middle of the bridge and a runner came up I had literally looked at the end of the bridge turned my head the other side and looked back and he was like right beside me I'm like where did you come from it was it was beautiful It was, oh, it was so lovely. Um, Oh, and I forgot. Oh my gosh. That morning when I got up, because it was early and I was driving, I was waiting for a friggin' gas station to open. And when I was driving down the backcountry, I saw this wolf who was massive. I didn't know wolves were as big as they are. Like they're pretty friggin' huge. He was just roaming in a field somewhere. I'm sure he killed about like 1800 ducks that day and he was just sitting there so I pull over and I'm like please don't spook please don't spook and I was gonna take a picture but I'm like how many times is it just gonna be me and a wolf like how many times um so I just sat in my car and looked at him and he and it could have been her him or her don't want to be sexist don't know didn't see his junk or her junk um they are beautiful like I understand why Cam's obsessed with them they're magnificent Just so much bigger than what I thought. Because at first I'm like, is this a coyote? And then you get closer and you're like, no, that's a wolf. Um, Yeah, it it was pretty fantastic. So whatever. Going back to the trail. So I did more of the trail, took a million pictures. And then I left. And where did I go after that? Oh, the Kaladin Badlands. So I've always wanted to see the Badlands. so beautiful. They're majestic. They're awesome. I love them. The only downfall is that there is humans there. And I'm the kind of person, yes, I'll take a selfie in front of something. Yes, I'll take a picture of something. But then I put my phone and my camera away and I just take it in because I feel like you have to like plant your feet in the earth and just absorb everything around you. The people that were there, they they didn't care. They didn't read about why the badlands were there. They didn't read why Um, People who lived here were so affected by them. They were just taking selfies. I saw this one Russian duo um, taking modeling pics in front of it, even though you could clearly tell that they were not models. But uh, everybody just took selfies. Nobody just stood there and took it in, which really pissed me off. And so I ended up leaving um, because I was just annoyed by people and I had already taken in as much as I could. And I was like, you know what? We're nearing the end of this. It was now. It was pouring rain. I'm like, where? I wanted to go back towards Guelph, but I'm like, you know what? With all this rain, like I can't do any more trails. I was missing my dog so much. Like the first night, I cried hysterically because I missed Clapton so much. Um, and I was like, you know what? I hit the road. I did what I wanted to do, and so I'm gonna go. And so I decided, let's let's just go home. The funny thing about this trip, before I left. When people are like, where are you going? I'm like, I don't know. They were like, well, why are you going? Because I want to. People had asked if Cam and I were having problems. Is that why I'm going? No, I wasn't going because I have problems with Cameron. I think it's very important to do things with just yourself because I know so many people who can't say that they love themselves. And that breaks my heart. Because before I got in a relationship with Cam... I fell in love with myself first because how can, how the hell can you love anybody else if you don't love yourself first? I know that sounds cheesy and whatever, but it's, it's true. I love myself and this is something I've always wanted to do. I wanted to hit the road and just go. And I did. And I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to do it a couple more times because that was friggin' sick. That was amazing. Um, Being on the road by yourself. There was moments where I'm like, I'm not even going to think I'm just going to go. I got to listen to music and not have to deal with people, not have to deal with problems. I got to meditate. It was so friggin' cool. I'm not gonna lie, Mennonite country is probably probably my favorite. I'm I started looking up the difference between Mennonites and Amish people. And Mennonites, I know, and this is funny because I'm so Open minded when it comes to human rights and stuff like that. And you would think Mennonites, like, oh, they're against this and this and this. Mennonites are pacifists. They're very different from Amish people because Amish people are incredibly structured and follow, they have more rules than Mennonites. Mennonites, um, oh, I can't even get into it. You know what? Just look up what the Mennonite culture is. They're a little bit more progressive than Amish people, and I just want to hang out with them and pick their brains, because I know that they'll never argue or fight with me, and I wouldn't argue or fight with them either, because I just literally want to embrace their culture, and it was really cool. It was very cool to see the simple side of life, because I think we get caught up in technology and new trends and what's on TV and what people in the media are doing, where they're like, yeah, I don't have any of that, like... I'm going to go churn some butter and play on my rusted out teeter-totter. Anyways, it was a slice. I had the greatest time and I think everyone should just hit the road for a couple days and explore Ontario or wherever you are because it really is great. Okay, thanks guys.